Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by Black Rose, celebrating their 25th anniversary in Washington, D.C., October 5th through the 8th in a hotel takeover. Dungeons Day and Night, more than 60 classes, fabulous shopping with many vendors, and no one in the hotel except for registered Black Rose event attendees. Come join us at one of the premier BDSM community events in the nation. Find out more at www.brevent.org. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Today we are doing part two of a 100 BDSM fetish show. Ooh. I have (laughs) the letter M through S. I have S as in sex. <laughs> you know, I've actually had some local people tell me that they know me a little bit better now at the Wednesday night group because they've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> now they know what turns you on and uh-huh. doesn't. That's a sneaky way. You know what? That kind of makes uh, flirting a little difficult, though. Because they already know everything about me, <laughs> well, so it, it seems. <laughs> only if you're trying to play coy. I guess that would be yeah, difficult for you to I play coy. I don't coin. play coy too well. No. <laughs> um, well, the, well, you know what? I'm just going to do one. I'm going to do my first one right here. So this will be the second time we've done 100 BDSM fetishes. I don't think I even got through A and B last time. I don't think so. I don't remember what all was on there. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yes, but you do remember some of them, obviously. Yes. So, uh, Dawn, are you into giving massages? I do like to give massages. I don't know that it's a fetish, though. But I do love to give I like to massage you. Well, we do know uh, good sir... And oh, I can't think of his... Oh, it's so embarrassing. But he's a erotic massage guy. That's yes. what he does. We've seen him do that class twice. Yes. Oh. Tip of my tongue. I know. I it's know. Terrible. I know. I'm trying and to remember his scene him clearly. Name. Right. Yes. Right. Um, now, a funny thing is, though, at COPE coming up, mm-hmm. we will be doing uh, not erotic massage per Mm-mm. se, but we will be doing a Scarlet Sanctuary. We'll be doing Sacred Touch. Right. I don't know that I would... Yeah, I would consider that a fetish, I think. Yeah, I think the Sacred Touch is a fetish, very much so. How about medical scenes? Medical scenes? You know, I don't think I've ever done one, but it used to be a fantasy of mine. Yeah? Yeah, I used to think a lot about medical scenes and um, even started talking to someone a little south of us that's into medical scenes. And oh, was, yeah. yeah. That was a while ago. And I was talking to him about how you make it happen and, you know, and things like that. And uh, ended up not following through with it. So, um, I, yeah. That would be good. That would be a good one to have a guest come on the show to talk to us mm-hmm. about. We don't know anything about medical scenes. Mm-mm. But it's a pretty big kink, pretty big fetish. It is, absolutely. I mean, um, there's people, when we do our Sensorama workshop and we talk about alcohol as a smell that turns some people on, mm-hmm. there's a lot of head nods. Because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. into the medical type of fetish scenes. Mm-hmm. 
So I'd like to talk to someone again about that. I mean, I've done medical staples and stuff, but I don't think that was a medical scene. Right, right. <laughs> that was a pain scene. <laughs> uh, I did, um, uh, before we go on with the list, uh, before too long, and by the time we are actually publishing this, we'll be in the last minute rushing to pack for the Great Lakes Leather Alliance. Yes. In Indianapolis, where we'll be this weekend, mm-hmm. I had a preemptive uh, booby picture <laughs> from did. the Bad Bunny, who uh, covered her boobies in in latex and sent them our way. Yes, so uh, we'll be seeing them this weekend and a few other people. And I'm really looking forward to GLLA. Love that event. If you are into the leather, it is an absolutely fantastic event. You and I are uh, proud title holders for that region, mm-hmm. and um, it will be nice to go home. It will. It will. So I actually went to a party. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that on our notes. I went to two parties over the weekend. <laughs> You're so jaded. You don't even, it's not even worth talking about it anymore. Well, the reason I'm bringing it up is because some of us on Saturday night's party, you know, we're sitting out. It was a house party, and we're, we're sitting out on the edge of the woods behind the house and talking about a little bit about leather. And it's in the dark, so I'm not even sure who I was talking to. But it, <laughs> it, was, a, it was a poly group. And um, they feel very leather, and we were talking about GLLA, and they're really looking forward to going. So they've been before and absolutely love it. Great. So, yay. But that also means they're coming to PXS, because <laughs> they're also Power Exchange. Well, good. Yay. I did notice that um, Ashley, Crystal, and Esther has licked us <laughs> on the Facebook. On Facebook, Yes. And we sent out our first um, um, accidental pervert t-shirt this morning. (laughs) So, yes. Do we have any of those left? We do. We have a few left. Okay. So. Uh, If anyone, and this will probably be the last uh, time we put that out there, but the accidental pervert, if you didn't know this, is a uh, one-man show in New York. Mm -hmm. We have some promotional t-shirts and tickets. So this is your last chance uh, to write us and say, hey, give me a goddamn t-shirt. And they're cute. They look like, you can't really tell what it is unless you know what it is. But it's kind of like, should I tell? Sure. <laughs> they're cute. <laughs> it says accidental pervert at the top. But then it's like a, a cartoon drawing of a penis in a rain jacket with a rain hat on. And it's so cute. I didn't realize it was a penis. I think it is because it's pink, but that's what I'm saying. You can't really tell what it is unless you know what it is. So I plan on wearing mine. I think it's cute. I plan to wear mine, too. I hope we don't wear it at the same time. I hate it when people do that. Aww. <laughs> um, so, Don, what yes. about, would you consider the fetish to model for erotic pictures? Yes, absolutely. And I've done that. They're Well, I was going to say they're just, for, the pictures have been just for you, but... You've actually had me model pictures that you've taken, but they were for other people online mm-hmm. that said what they wanted to see me doing. Yeah, but those are still for me. Those are still for you. Well, how about um, at the Kinky Fetish Co-op? Other uh, people took those pictures. That's true. And we have a couple of those up on our FetLife profile, uh-huh. the office space sort of uh, kinky co-op. Yeah. <laughs> and those are still getting likes. So, I mean, you can't see my face. It's just my ass under the desk. <laughs> That's exactly how I pictured that fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I have one. I'm going to start from the top, even though the ones on the bottom <laughs> are more interesting. Scratching, giving. Um, you know, 
that's, I wouldn't call it a BDSM fetish, but when you're making sweet love to somebody and they rake you with their claws, mm-hmm. um, that certainly can be hot and intense. And you like having your back scratched, not erotically, but just yeah. like your back always itches and you I just know. love your back scratching. I love having my back scratched. My eyes roll back in my head, but you like to be scratched during the lovemaking, huh? How come you always have my hands held down? <laughs> <laughs> like my submissive to claw me (laughs) while we're making love i don't think okay so how about sensory deprivation um i I wouldn't consider it consider it a kink or a fetish for me but uh i do like controlling sense well i guess maybe i should say yes (laughs) when we play i like playing with knocking out one uh or the other sense so, for example, knocking out vision or knocking out hearing, making you put on a blindfold or earplugs, or me putting in the earplugs or the blindfold out, as right. well. Right, because you've done the blindfold as well. As so. at the top, you know, uh-huh. seeing, yeah. Yep, or we've done blindfolds together. Because we've gotten down on the mats on hands and knees with mm-hmm. mask on or blindfolds or whatever, and just one of them we grappled, one of them was more sensual and... Just touching and poking and prodding. and hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that one. And I would have to say that would have to fall in the fetish category for me, too. Okay. I like having a sense removed. When you put, like, the vet wrap around my head Mm -hmm. and then zap me, you know, I have to breathe through that claustrophobia and stuff like that. And you do cut out nose holes, thank goodness. But, (laughs) you know, I have to breathe through the claustrophobia. And, you know, so there's a little bit of fear in there and a little bit of panic. and But a lot of trust. And uh, so it it can be, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. So. Give me another one. um, (laughs) Serving as a maid. No, um... I'm not much for my French maid outfit. Um, do I like to be served by somebody as a maid? I do get well. That goes into the general category of not not this ro- this uh, French Harlequin pretend you're a maid and I take advantage of you role play thing. Right. That doesn't so much do it for me, although I've not tried it. <laughs> but having someone serve me in a power exchange way, does turn me on, whether it's food or drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not really what the intent of that one is. Right, I right. I think it's more the role play. But, you know, you and, I, you and I haven't done a lot of role playing. So we've talked about it through the years, but haven't really done a lot of right, role playing. Right, right. Um, but uh, something like that just popped through my head of being the, you know, the in the French maid outfit and dusting the, mm-hmm. the whatever with the short skirt and you come up behind me and bend me over it. Yeah, I could do that. That, that reminds <laughs> me of a story by Andrew Goffman about how uh, when we interviewed him for the accidental pervert, how he was trying to entice the maid to come into right. his room. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could entice me. <laughs> I'll come dust you. <laughs> um, you have a comment here about uh, Coral Mallow. I do. I mentioned on the last show that she had made me a name badge, a tentacle name badge. Mm-hmm. And it's like made out of metal and it's got like my name burnt in it and it's got little tentacles on it. And I'm going to get to wear it for um, at GLLA for the first time this weekend. Right. And she wants a picture of it, but I told her to also send me some information on how other people, once we put this picture out there, how other people can find her. Because she does, thank you, because she does do this as a business. And Mm -hmm. this is what she wrote for me. Coral Mallow is a dream monger. 
She creates sacred objects, <laughs> sacred objects, modern artifacts, undiscovered heirlooms, and occasionally will craft something just out of your dreams, which is like my tentacle badge. Mm-hmm. She works in non-ferrous metals, enamel paper, found objects, and whatever shiny things call to her. Website coming in the next few months, but she can be found, she can be contacted at dreammongerdesigns at gmail.com. Why don't you tell her once she gets her website up, we'll, do, mm-hmm. we'll give her a front bump. Ooh. And by the way, thank you, Black Rose, for covering the last four front bumps. Absolutely. They are done, by the way. But mm-hmm. that's, that's a great less money out of our pocket and instead money out of their pocket to pay for the bandwidth for the podcast for a month. That's wonderful. Um, if anyone's going to Black Rose, uh, tell them Erotic Awakening says hi. Nice. <laughs> um, so thank you for Lyril from Nebraska for joining the mailing list. I used to live in Nebraska. You did? I used to live in, I was actually raised in the Omaha, Nebraska, which explains why I'm such a kinky fucker. Is Omaha, Nebraska kinky? Not in the slightest. <laughs> I just... That's actually before I knew you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was way back then, huh? Um, and the uh, I, you'd mentioned your coral mallow uh, name tentacle name badge, which uh-huh. you'll be wearing soon. Yes. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Join us on September 14th at 15th at COPE, Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, Expanding Knowledge and Adventure. Theme nights Friday night. Show off your steampunk. Yay. And that's where you're going to be wearing your new coral And that's mallows. where I am. And I'm also putting together a steampunk craft night so we can all make our own jewelry. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. If you are in the local area uh-huh. and you find Dawn on the FetLife, you can also come out to... The Room. The Room, where <laughs> she will be doing the um, steampunk jewelry craft night. Yeah, so steampunk jewelry and steampunk hat, hats and whatever accessories. And the only um, thing, I ended up just adding this to the little link today, mm-hmm. is that um, I'm not teaching this. I'm only providing the space and bringing my yard sale junk Right. so that I bought to make my steampunk jewelry. I do not know how to do this. I'm hoping somebody talented shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pam will probably be there, and I'm sure she can slap mm-hmm. some stuff together. And there's and what we have found is that kinky people are often creative yes. people. They're crafty people. It's kind of like LARPers. Yeah. Yeah, very crafty people. So, indeed. I'm looking forward to it. Here's something that's completely not on any of our uh, lists. <laughs> if you uh, So, football season's around the corner. It is. I'm Why are you jumping I want to go to a football game. Okay. Um, and... The reason I thought about that, while you're doing your kinky crafting thing, I will be playing the Madden 13, Ooh. which is, should be released any day now. But Yay. the point being, the Erotic Awakening Fantasy Football League. <gasps> oh, that's going to make me want to play. And I yeah. know nothing about the Fantasy Football League. Me neither, but I know a little bit. I've been <laughs> on one or two leagues. Uh, so if we have a listener out there that wants to be the commissioner, uh, let us know. And we will put the word out there and we will try and get a... Erotic Awakening Fantasy Football League going. That'd, That'd be, be really different. neat. Yeah, that would be neat. That would be neat. All right, Dawn, how do you feel about mouth bits? Mouth bits? I used to... Did I used to like them? I used to have fantasies about them. But um, anytime we've tried anything in my mouth, it hurts my jaw so much that I end up not 
that's all I can concentrate on is right. pain in my jaw. So you're spending all this work on other parts of my body, and really all you have to do is put a bit in and look at me, <laughs> and I'm in pain. So, so any more dental work and stuff like that, I don't like the mouth bits. The interesting thing about a BDSM fetish is you don't want it to be something that's uh, – Causing the person actual distress, mm-hmm. so they won't enjoy. Well, you know, it depends. I guess if you're how much of a sadist, sadist you are. You are. <laughs> I actually want my partner to enjoy the spanking, flogging, needling, whatever the hell I'm mm-hmm. doing to them. And if their foot goes to sleep, that's going to take the attention away from what I'm trying to accomplish, right. which is uh, erotic pleasure. Mm-hmm. So for you, the mouth bit probably wouldn't work. No. So, like I said, it used to be kind of something that I liked, but yeah, it's moved into the annoyance kind of realm. <laughs> Let me give you another quick one so we can get to one that you do like. Okay. The this one I don't I'm not even worried about doing name change as a BDSM fetish. As a BDSM fetish? No, I enjoyed it when you gave me a name. It, it was part of our role when. play, trying yeah. to work things out, but it's not really a. F- Fetish. I'm not really sure why it's on the list. So if it's a fetish, does that mean you enjoy changing your name every yeah, three weeks? Yeah, I don't that's get kind it. of what it sounds like. But here's one that I you may have an opinion about. Okay. Nipple clamps. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So absolutely a fetish. Would you have nipple clamps that you like better than others? Uh teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> so um What are the the silk They're like clover clamps. Clover clamps, right. I like those. Um, You know, I was a demo dolly for John Warren way back when for one of his nipple clamp classes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he used things like the snake bite kit. I really like those. Um, He used these clips. They're kind of like alligator clips. Right. Don't know that I really liked those. That was like too much tension. Back in the day, we used to call those roach clips. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, but I, I do. I like the, um, what did I just call them? The clover clips and, and the clover clamps, alligator, <gasps> clothespins. Oh, clothespins have always been a big yes. one for us. Yeah, clothespins have always been a favorite. So, I can't, and teeth. And teeth. <laughs> what else you got? Um, how about, I have a, like six here of serving. So, this one is serving as a pony. No, next. Yeah, yeah. it's a great fetish. That's more pony Not our thing, play. pony play. Yeah, Next. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh, serving as a toilet. I understand it's a fetish for some people, and that's cool. And we'll bring on a guest that understands right. and gets into it. But ew. <laughs> Next. Don't, I mean, now you got the grand. You're watching the grandbaby on occasion, changing the diaper. Yeah, There's nothing no. about toilet play that really is There's working nothing. for me. Though we have done golden showers like once or twice. We've done the golden was, shower, but thing. that was more power play. I don't see that as the same as serving as a toilet. Me neither. I see That's that as true. a form of humiliation play, which okay. is fine. Just not yeah. my thing. And, and really, I, I should apologize for saying, Ute, your kink is okay, my kink's okay. I'm not into it. Next. Okay. Um, now, this one says, and this is the only option for this one, serving other doms, in parentheses, supervised only. Somebody with a specific agenda made that list. Yeah. Next. Okay. Oh, now I don't even know. Supervised, uh, whatever. Uh, see, I don't get this one either. Sexual deprivation. Sexual deprivation. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> That's not the word I thought it was. I think this is withholding sex. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was depravity. <laughs> oh. Um. Hmm. 
Well, we do <laughs> orgasm control. Uh-huh. We do with the hold orgasm, but... Um, so I guess I would have to say, yeah, that's on our list. Not so much anymore right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Um, now see, I like the power play of it. Right. You know, I, I like being given the command of, you know, not being able to have sex or, you know, something like that. But, um, and we do do the orgasm control, but it's more, we've drifted more from the forbidding me to have an orgasm to having an orgasm on demand. So we've kind of switched from that. So mm-hmm. it, but it did used to be that was not allowed to have an orgasm and we'd go months and people would say, you go months with no sex. And I'd say, no, I didn't say that. The sex is almost daily. Right. We go a long time without orgasm. I don't know that we've gone months without orgasm. It felt like it. Okay. <laughs> and we've gone long periods without mm-hmm. penetration sex. Mm-hmm. But we normally find ways to have orgasms. I don't know, months seems a little extreme to me. Well, it's at least weeks. Yes, I would say we have gone weeks without. <laughs> and that could be interesting. Um, well, it heightens the energy. Yeah, absolutely. Heightens and we do the it on connection. Again, though we do we don't necessarily do uh sexual deprivation. We do orgasm deprivation. Right, right. So, there is a difference. There absolutely. There is a difference. So Got any other good ones on yours? Um, do you want me to span through here? <gasps> Ooh. What's that one? Spanking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, check episode number seven, episode 15, episode 92, and, <laughs> and our workshop yes. on sensual and, spanking. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've actually done a couple podcasts on spanking. And um, yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's very intimate, very connecting. You're there with the other person. It's a great way to start if you're new to things. Um, and you don't have to have toys with you. That's true. That's true. So I've got one here that's actually on my hard limit list. Okay. Tickling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are we interviewing somebody we about tickling? We are. We are actually going to be interviewing somebody on tickling like next week. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure what show it's going to be on, but I think she's scheduled for next week. So, And it's somebody that runs a tickling group right. here locally. We've known her for years and years and years. I've just never got tickling, you know? Right. And it, it, I don't know that it'll ever be a fetish, but at least I can handle like you tickling me at night before bed now. Right, right. So that's more fun. Though. That's that's, not, that's, that's more kink. fun. So, but um, yeah, it actually does not work for me during a scene. So it takes me right out of headspace. Makes me want to punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a good place to be. So if anybody playing with me is listening, uh-huh. <laughs> and I have not mentioned. I want to punch when somebody tickles me. Yeah, there's, we should all keep that in mind. Tie her up first. There's actually some really good ones coming up. Um, I'm about done for tonight, though, but I do want to do one more off my list. Okay. The getting oral. Mm. I don't know why that's on the BDSM fetish list, but I certainly uh, would consider myself a fan. Well, they're serving orally on mine, so they've got it twice must be important <laughs> so but i absolutely love the oral giving and receiving so but we've talked about blowjobs before mm-hmm. you know and i absolutely love the whole mindful now now i don't get to do them too many times because you and i are the only ones that are fluid bounded right so 
I don't like get to do that with you. To do that with anybody else involves condoms. Mm-hmm. So it's just not the same thing, you know. The, the whole banana or latex flavor just isn't the same as as skin and body and... Mm. <laughs> so you get all of my attention. Uh, certainly not a complaint. <laughs> what? Do you want me to do one more? Okay, do one more. I thought you were going to talk about your idea of orally pleasuring. Uh, I like getting oral. Next. You like getting? You like giving, too. I do, I do like giving as well, though. Um, it's very intimate. It's very connecting. It's very much... Uh, attentive to one part of the body um, and it, you know for us it's something that we we share with a very small circle of people so mm-hmm. it's it is one of the more intimate sort of things I mean I might spank anybody who asked me right. but uh, I don't wouldn't go down on anybody except for our, our select and you know we have tried the um, the dental dental dams, dams and, and stuff, stuff. and, and oh. I agree from a sacred section from a sexuality safety perspective that they're mm-hmm. important, but it's it's a little challenging to use them. It is challenging, and you know, so I was just thinking, it's been a couple of months that um, I tried a dental dam and tried it again to see if my opinion had changed. And though I absolutely, like you said, absolutely agree with them, won't do it without. But you know, at least it was her first time being with a girl. Yeah. So that aspect was hot. Mm-hmm. But the dental dam didn't go. So I don't know. <laughs> I've actually got some modifications of the oral based on same sex, different sex sort of thing for, yeah. for our next time at this. Ooh. Yay. Okay, so I got one more. Okay. I always have one more. <laughs> so not that we know much about this one either, but strap on dildos. I am familiar with them. I think you own one. I own one. It's still a virgin. It's two years old. Yes. <laughs> Still a virgin. <laughs> um, I bet. I wonder if I wonder if pegging. I don't see pegging on my list, and I have the peas. Huh. So pegging is the idea of a woman putting on a strap on and doing a guy in the tuchus. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do anything for me. Um, although it's a very intimate act, I've watched people do that. It's a very intimate act. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been done by a strap on? I have. Actually, I've been done by a thigh strap-on. Mm-hmm. Remember when you used to own the thigh yeah, yeah, strap-on? Yeah. That was hot, too, because then I get to fuck your leg <laughs> and touch your... Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all, all intimate. And um, I have been fucked one time by a lady, A, with a strap-on. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. At the swing club. So we went there specifically <laughs> on purpose. You were supposed to watch, and you started flirting with somebody else. So did I get you any? missed it. I don't think you got I don't got think I any. did either. Man, I missed the scene. Fantastic. <laughs> you missed the scene. So, <sighs> but, um, so it, you know, those experiences, I can't say it's a fetish. I mean, if it was a fetish, I would have broken mine's virginity by now. <laughs> you would think. I would think. You know what one of my fetishes are? What's that? End bumps. End bumps. Ooh. Want to have your product, <laughs> event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our pod t- pop podcast? Make a donation to the podcast for a 10-second front bump on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What, what a, a bargain. bargain. <laughs> Contact Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. 
Did you know you can buy the new highly acclaimed books, Living MS and Sex Stories and Power Exchange by us, Dan and Dawn. We just got a new shipment in too. Mm -hmm. Or support them by buying Erotic Awakening t-shirts, messenger bags, or coffee mugs. All items can be found by simply visiting the shop and support page on the Erotic Awakening website. Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>